Welcome back to Good Vibes Nation. No Dougie on this podcast, so that means I've got another awesome guest. My guest for today's show is Megan Bliss. She's a women's health specialist. She optimizes in health and vitality for women through export hormone care. She's an integrative medicine practitioner and a board-certified family nurse practitioner. And Megan has nearly 20 years of experience in the health industry. So welcome to the show, Megan. How are you? I am marvelous. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule to hop on Good Vibes Nation. I've got so many questions, Megan. You know a little bit about me. I'm a girl dad. I've got two daughters about to be 13 and 9, plus my wife. I always say there is a ton of estrogen in my household. So I got a ton of questions for you. Yep, I'm a, I'm a girl mom. I've got three girls and they are, let's see, 12, 9, and 4. So I know the feeling. <laughs> we, are, we are right on the same page. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you have a husband? Married? Yep. Man, Yep. him and I should start a group, I think, maybe on the, on the <laughs> Girl side. Girl Dads Unite. That's right. But we'd love to start off our podcast by finding out a little bit more about our guests, if you don't mind. Can you... Tell us where you're from, your upbringing, where you're at right now. Yeah, I grew up in rural central Utah, small little town, and I moved just an hour and a half um, east of where I grew up is where I landed after grad school and all of that fun stuff. So I'm still very rural central Utah, uh, which is one of the reasons why I love doing what I do virtually because geography, I'm not limited by geography and I can live where my heart is compelled to live so so yeah that's that's kind of where i grew up where i live now and i love it awesome well take us on your journey did you always want to go into healthcare? uh not necessarily i actually wanted to be a kindergarten teacher growing up and then uh during the pandemic you know when they closed all the schools down i had a kindergartner and i realized that it was such a good thing that i did not go into being a kindergarten (laughs) teacher because that tested Every last fiber of my being, yeah. being her homeschool teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I I had wanted to be a teacher, but then in high school things kind of shifted, and I thought, oh, maybe a dental hygienist or a nurse. And then I talked with my dental hygienist, and she said, no, go be a nurse. And then I went and just went into nursing, and it was hard. It was very very hard. Loved it, but it was very very hard. And I just. Felt something more on my heart was there. And I, one night shift at two o'clock in the morning, I applied to grad school and went to nurse practitioner school and just kind of full power ahead. Awesome. Yeah, those teachers, right? Oh my gosh, during COVID, I think all of us parents found out how hard of a job that teaching actually is and how underpaid they are, which is crazy. (laughs) For what they have to deal with, right? We had uh, two or three at a time, right? And then we give them back to those teachers. And I'm like, man, they need a pay raise for sure. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, hormones, let's get into that for a minute, right? So I know very little, right? I know that there's two different types. You've got the protein that are made of amino acids. And you've got steroids, right? And they're derived from lipids, correct? But give us some specific examples of hormones in general. What are we dealing with? Uh, yeah, hormones can range from anywhere from insulin, which is a hormone, to then your uh, your more sex characteristic hormones, which is going to be your estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, and then you've got your adrenal hormones. Uh, cortisol is a very prominent one in there that I deal with. Then you've got your thyroid hormones as well. So there's a, those are kind of the ones that I deal with and work with a lot, as well as neurotransmitters and how they all 
intertwine and play on the playground together. So yeah, there's a lot to it. Oh my gosh, is what you mentioned. They rule our lives right then and there. <laughs> but you you deal with correct me if I'm wrong, but more or less helping like hormone imbalances. Is that right? Is that what I was right. reading about? Okay. Yep. Yep. And, and, and that's just saying I help with hormones is kind of a blanket approach to things, but a lot of women do identify it with, um, because we're, it's a kind of a cultural thing to be told we're crazy because we have hormones, you know, and it's like, no, everybody has hormones, right. but yeah, our, our more uh, imbalances with our sex hormones can cause a whole slew of physical and mental struggles. Now you deal exclusively with women? No, I, I, I've worked with some men, but okay. women tend to gravitate towards right. women. So I would say 95% of who I work with is women. Uh, and the reason why I asked that too, is because you hit on something right there too. It's that we all have hormones, right? I think, <laughs> you know, it, people are foolish when they think, oh, it's just, it's just women that have, that have these issues. I think that obviously men could have these issues as well and they have to deal with it. Like we'll, you know, joke around that, you know, the running joke, like, men to women like oh is it their time of the month right but then they do it right back because there's some times where i have to say that i'm like yeah i'm a little off right now oh i'm a firm believer that men cycle too it's there's just no like outward evidence yeah. of it like a menstrual cycle <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's pretty crazy well how do you determine let's get into that how do you determine what imbalances that your patients have what's that process so yeah, we got to do a good specialty testing in order to identify it. Unfortunately, just general conventional labs are unable to get very specific in their uh, in their testing in order to see not only just for that specific woman where she's at in her menstrual cycle, how old she is, if she's had a hysterectomy, had ovaries removed, if she's menopause, whatever. But then also take into consideration the balance between those hormones and and just where she is at personally. And so, unfortunately, just general labs aren't able to be that specific with their lab work. And so that's where I found um, specialty lab testing within the functional integrative medicine realm to be very, very, very helpful. Now, you mentioned, obviously, you're not just in Utah. You do this throughout the country, correct? Yep, correct. So how do you achieve that testing? When if you've got a patient, obviously, I'm in North Carolina. How would we work together if I'm in North Carolina and you're in Utah? Yeah, my specialty testing labs, they just ship kits right directly to my patients. And I prefer salivary or urinary testing okay. when it comes to hormones. And so it can just be done in the comfort of your own home. And you put a little label on it and you stick it in the mail and send it off. And it's a beautiful thing. Awesome. So I'm not drawing my own blood. I'm just no, <laughs> no, you are not um, appearing to be a drug addict that is on the street corner with a needle Well, that's good. So you now we determine what the imbalance is. What is treatment like? How does it? Obviously, it's going to be different depending on what imbalance you come up with or determine, right? Correct. Yeah, I I will get comments on social media like, okay, yeah, I know something's wrong. All these symptoms that you're telling me because I I say a lot of symptoms. I give general yeah. recommendations. You know what within what I can, a very broad range there, but everybody is very, it, it's very personalized. It's a very personalized approach. So it's not just one blanket answer for everybody. Uh, so I use a combination between lifestyle interventions because yes, the food we eat, our movement, what we're slathering on our skin plays a huge 
food role, what we're breathing in, our air that we're breathing in, everything plays a role in our hormone balance. And so there's lifestyle factors, our sleep, our stress, but then there's also supplements. And I prefer to strategically supplement and not just be like taking 500 supplements and hoping that it's doing something, but really strategic supplementation. And then I also use hormonal support, whether it's natural hormone support or bioidentical hormone support only if needed though. Okay. So that's like, you know, option two, if we we Mm -hmm. kind of go down that route. So obviously it kind of sounds like you would prefer the natural side of it and correct me if I'm wrong, then you would just prescribing a medication to try to fix the problem. Is that right? Correct. Yes. And I, when I initially started working with women and their hormones, it was like, oh, you're deficient. Okay. Here's a prescription. Mm-hmm. Go pick up this prescription and get it. And yes, I would give some lifestyle, you know, recommendations, but then I found that women weren't, they were just relying on that prescription or just tell me what to do. Um, tell me what to take and I'll take it, but they weren't necessarily putting enough focus on the do aspect of things as far as the whole lifestyle realm. And they really weren't improving and they were reliant on me for a prescription. And I just found that to not really be getting them well and better. Sure. It was supporting those hormones that were deficient and that is going to help with health and vitality, you know, but it really wasn't getting the full comprehensive picture. Yeah, that makes sense, right? It sounds like they have a def- deficiency. They're treating the problem, but they're not treating why they're deficient to begin with, right? That's pretty That's pretty crazy. So, uh, you know, another running joke, right? We, we talk about it here in our house. We go, you go shopping and you're in Costco and you're buying a chicken breast that is literally three pounds in one breast, right? The hormones and stuff, the manufacturers, the, the plants are trying to pump these chickens full of, you know, who knows what we're eating um, just to make them bigger. So we're selling more of it. How much does that affect our lifestyle and our hormones? Yeah, it affects everything. uh, Because uh, as far as hormone intervention, when it comes to livestock, they it's been legal to pump you know, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone into these animals to accelerate their growth. And then we consume these things. And and there are other natural sources like soy is a natural estrogen. Um, Pumpkin naturally helps with progesterone. So there's, there's these natural things that also boost our, our hormones. But if you tend to lean too heavily, like for, for example, with women, if we are too heavier on the, we tend to make our own testosterone too heavily. And we're also consuming something that has a lot of testosterone in it. It's going to drive that testosterone up even more, which can cause infertility, PCOS issues, uh, uh, growing a beard, uh, just struggles, weight gain so much like that. Where on the flip side, if something has had too much estrogen pumped into it, oh my goodness, the issues that that can cause, it can make you more at risk for breast cancer. It can make our moods a struggle, the belly fat, it can, it can do a whole terrible periods and leads to hysterectomies and so on and so forth, endometriosis, all of that. So there can be a whole downstream effect and it's not necessarily going to show up immediately, but, you know, repetition and continuing down this path can just cause so many health disparities later on. I mean, you look at people in in general, right? I mean, uh, the kids now, my kids, like I said, they're going to be 13 and nine. They were definitely bigger than me 
when I was 13 and 9 years old. And I'm looking at some of these kids in high school that look like, you know, grown men playing sports. And then go back in history, right? Uh, I love history. If you go to Mount Vernon and you take a tour of George Washington's house, right? You walk into that house, the doorways are all smaller, right? You're going up stairways that are so confined. You know, Abraham Lincoln, you know, probably one of the taller presidents, but everybody was shorter and smaller then. They weren't using any of this stuff, right? The chickens they got from their backyard. They weren't going to a supermarket that mass-produced chickens for the nation. It has to be. There's no doubt. It has to be affecting our, our lifestyle and our bodies. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I mean, I, I can say just like from my personal experience too, we've always been um, consuming because we live so rural. We we consume backyard beef and yeah. chickens and all of that. And yeah, my children are smaller than a good majority of the girls their age. And it, it is just an interesting correlation there. Even the meat alone, like to dive into that, right? Even the meat alone, if you go and you get organic chicken or beef or grass-fed beef and stuff like that, it's so much more tender than it is if you go and you buy it from, you know, Costco, you know, the run-of-the-mill chicken. I don't want to throw them under the bus, but, you know, they have organic too. But if you don't buy the organic kind, I feel it's almost rubbery and a different Mm -hmm. texture. I mean, it's crazy, totally crazy. So, yeah. Obviously, you're in a niche, right? And I love it. What made you decide to go down that road and specialize where you are right now with the hormone care for women? Yeah. So when I graduated from nurse practitioner schooling about 10 years ago, I went into family practice, which when I was going through schooling, I wanted to, I was kind of wanting to do pediatrics heavily, but then I also had a love of some women's health thing, but it was just after the recession and I was like... I'm going to take any job I can get. I got loans to pay. I got to get into somewhere. So I just went into family practice and I was doing that. And hundreds of women would come in, sit on my exam table and they would say, I feel terrible. I'm exhausted. I can't lose the stubborn weight. My moods are all over the place. I'm impatient and I just feel so terrible. And I would drop, draw every lab under the book that I knew of uh, from my schooling. I would research and I was trying so hard to help them and everything would come back normal. Or maybe just their vitamin D was a little bit low, which yeah, that impacts a lot of things, but it just really wasn't getting that transformational improvement in their lives. And then I started, and then I stumbled upon looking more into the functional integrative approaches, which were very new at that time. And not really well known, but it took me a few years and just finally able to refine my methods and get access to the specialty testing and all of that. And, and then that's when the magic started to happen. And I not only helped myself because that was another thing when those women would come to me, they were telling me how they were feeling. And I was like, yeah, I believe you. Cause guess what? I feel the same way. So I would love to help us both. Believe me. So it took a while, but I finally was able to streamline my approaches and it has just been so fun ever since then. That's so important. You hit on, obviously you were helping yourself too, because I've said it on this show a lot where, you know, if you're going to take advice, somebody, if I'm going to the gym 
and there's a guy that's morbidly obese, and he's 350 plus pounds, and he's the trainer telling me what to do. I'm like, no, no. That's how I feel (laughs) about doctors. Like, you go to the doctor, and you've got this doctor who's obviously very unhealthy. How do you believe them? And that's when I started sharing my message on social media. I was like, I got to be like proof of what I'm telling these people. I exercise, I eat healthy, all of that stuff. And I got to, I got to show them that it can be done. That's right. The proof is in the pudding for sure. You Mm -hmm. have to, you have to do that. And they're going to take you more seriously too, as opposed to do as I say, not as I do (laughs) technique. So how did you start expanding from Utah to going across the country? How did that happen? Uh, that really started happening with the pandemic and everything. I And they did open a bunch of um, just being able to do things telehealth. But then I realized I don't need a prescription for everything. And so it, when things started to close off again, I was like, you know what? I am getting 98% of the people feeling better without a prescription with simple coaching and recommendations and the specialty testing. And that can be done no matter where anybody lives. That, yeah. is, that is so cool. And I'm, it, it, I love people like you that realize, obviously, there, there's an opportunity, but I see it and I hear it in your voice that you're doing it to help. You're not just doing yeah. it to sit there and make a buck. You have a genuine concern to help others to get healthy and to fix the problem, not just put a Band-Aid on it and that's your solution. You need to fix the problem. That's awesome. Yeah, I would get so many messages that were like, oh, I wish you were in my area. I wish this and that. And I said, and that's when I was like, I got to make this available no matter where anybody lives. I grew up in rural Utah and I know what it's like to have to drive three to four hours to get specialty care and how hard that can be and how so many people avoid it just because of the time involved there. And with just with the way the world is going, virtual help is a possibility. I do not have to necessarily put a stethoscope on your chest to be able to help you. Do you ever get pushback from your peers? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you do? Yeah. For how, yeah. For yeah. how you're handling it? They're like, oh, exam is very important. Well, I and, and I tell all my clients that I work with, you know, make sure you're getting in, getting your physical yeah. um, with your primary care, all of that. But what I do, it definitely doesn't need that in-person approach. I wouldn't think it would, but I could see how other people, you know, and especially yeah, it's, you know, that old model of care yeah. that's like 15 minute appointments, got to bring them in, shuffle them in, out, all of that. And it just, you really have got to think outside of the box and realize that that in-person appointment isn't always going to be the best thing for you. Yeah. And I get my, I get my yearly physicals and I do all, all that too, but I'm I got to say, I don't love doctors. I don't like just going to the doctor. So when telehealth came along, I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. You know, I've got a, I've got a, whatever. I've got a sore throat. Okay. And then they pop on the screen. They ask me my questions. They, you know, ask the, see my throat, flip the camera around, yada, yada, yada. And if they can, you know, discern what I have without having to go and see them, hey, I'm all in. Me too, because time is very, very precious. And any time that I can spend doing what I need to do instead of driving, then it's a a glorious thing. Very cool. Well, where can our listeners find you? Obviously, we've got listeners throughout the entire country, but they don't need to be in Utah. Where can they find out more about Megan and what you do? I got lots of lots of info just on social media. I am on all the major social media platforms at Megan Bliss NP, TikTok and Instagram tend to be my primary playgrounds. Uh, then my website is MeganBliss.com and I've got a free hormone symptom checklist for women at CheckHormones.com. 
Well, we'll definitely be promoting you here at Good Vibes Nation, and we'll tag you once this gets released. But thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to hang out with us. Thanks for having me, and good luck with those girls. And oh I'm just right there in the trenches, I, pretty similar ages. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Tell your husband and him and I will start that help group, and we'll keep right? moving forward. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Megan. I appreciate it.